You're listening to Soberoso, a show dedicated to alcoholics, addicts, survivors of abuse, overcomers of great tragedies, and those of us with mental health issues, too. Each week, we invite guests and listeners from around the world to listen in as we have casual conversations with regular people like you and me who've, against all odds, turned their lives around. If you're a family member of someone suffering from alcoholism or addiction, a newcomer or old-timer, or sober curious, this show is for you. Join us now on the Soberoso Podcast with your host, Dora Gosselin, in sharing our passion for recovery. Hello, beautiful peeps. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Soberoso, the podcast. My name is Dora and I am your grateful host of this show. I am also a recovering alcoholic, addict and codependent no more. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you with open arms. And if you are a repeat listener, thank you for your continued love and support. In 2018, I walked away from a 30-year career of drinking and drugging and have been on a path of recovery ever since. I'm here to normalize conversations around these taboo subjects. I'm here to talk about alcoholism, addiction, mental health issues, abuse, and all these things that happen around the world on a humongous scale yet are frequently not talked about. So let's talk about these things. I'm glad you're here and let's get into the show. We are going to continue our holiday conversations today. We are going to be talking about things that help us get through the holidays sober. So Lear, thank you for being with us again today on the Sober Oso podcast. And at Christmas, I love you so much. I love you too. And it's nice to, um, yeah, it's nice to talk about um, recovery and, and drinking and all kinds of stuff at Christmas because it's, you know, it, it comes up more than other times of the year, I think perhaps at Christmas because alcohol is free flowing, uh, you know, and there's family dynamics that sometimes can be difficult to navigate and there's, there's all kinds of stuff. So Christmas, um, it's, it's significant for people in recovery, I think, generally. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that, you know, some people also the holidays can be very difficult for whether it be, you know, loss of a loved one or a painful memory like that coincides with the holidays such as Christmas uh, can also be very trying on people or some people can just feel really alone during that time, which makes People like us, you know, addicts and alcoholics can be more susceptible to a slip during this time because of giving into these, these yeah, feelings of isolation, of grief, of, of whatever it is they're dealing with. So, Lear, I would love if you could uh, share with myself and some of the, the listeners here today, what are some of the things that you do to protect your sobriety around the holidays when the alcohol's free flowing, when everybody's having a Christmas party and clanking their glasses? And does, is it tempting at all for you anymore? No, it's not tempting to drink at all. Of course, I, 
I, I do notice everyone's, you know, drinking wine or whatever, and I'm not, but it's not, it's not a yearning like, oh, I wish I could do that. Um, <clears throat> no, I guess I've gotten used to it, um, which, which is great, obviously, because it's not, it's nothing that I'm fighting against at all. But, you know, I do notice, and I'm sure they notice that I'm not drinking, but mo I mean, I think everybody today in my life knows that I'm not drinking. So if I were to like pour myself a glass of red wine, they'd be like, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Right. So, I mean, that keeps me accountable in a way, but I'm also accountable to myself because like, it's, it's a blessing really how quickly I, I, if I were to think, Oh, I wonder if I could have a glass of wine. Like I, I automatically go to, well, how's it going to turn out? And the answer is not very good because I know what will happen. I know what will happen. I've proven it 10,000 times and I just don't want to go there. Well, I agree. I, I don't want to go there either. And, and, and I too am not looking at people going, oh, I wish I could do that because in, in our sobriety, we now have this thing where we can, you know, play it, play the tape ahead or play it forward. Whereas when, when I was an active alcoholism and addiction, I never thought about the consequences. I never thought about the hangover tomorrow or what about work on Monday? It was just like, let's freaking rock and roll, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that you're not fighting the obsession or the craving anymore, as, as I am not either. But what about that first year, that in early recovery? Do you remember it being more difficult then in early sobriety? Um, the emotions, yeah, I do remember being more difficulty. The emotions more, more, more raw and just running all over the place. Like the, you know, my thoughts were like a, a squirrel in a cage the people around me knew that I was attempting to be sober and attempting not to drink. So me being accountable to them, knowing that I was trying to get sober made me um, think, well, I better not screw up because everybody's watching me, you know? Um, and I mean, it's not their job to watch me. It's like, I'm, they're not my babysitter, but I kind of felt like, well, they know what has happened and they know that I'm not drinking anymore. So you know, there was like a little bit of a healthy fear there, I guess, yes. but it, it wasn't a pleasant feeling because I felt like I was always on edge to a degree because I was like, oh, I'm in the spotlight, but I was probably not in the spotlight, but in my mind I was. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that accountability to other people and not being a screw up, um, even though that's probably kind of negative thinking, it did, um, it did work. Yeah. at that time at that yeah. time I get so. it yeah for myself I remember you know in that first year of being clean and sober everything was a first you know I I had drank for 30 years drank and drug for 30 years so going without drinking for a day or 30 days or you know your first wedding your first holiday your first your first everything without a drink in your hand is is challenging, but I, I too believe that, you know, when people around you are aware of what you're trying to do, and especially if you hurt your loved ones or friends in your yeah. active addiction, you know, now you're saying you're going to do better for not only for yourself, but for them too. So you do have some eyes on you. Um, but I would, I also know that for myself, 
I think now I'm a little more comfortable in my sobriety, but back then you have to like pull up the extra measures to protect your sobriety. So, you know, back then I I couldn't hang out with people that were drinking till two in the morning. You know, I I might be able to go and have a meal for an hour and then get the hell out of there as everybody was starting to have a good time. Mm. But I really had to, um, yeah, I guess, I guess I still had that little bit of a craving in early recovery going like, Oh, I wish I could, you know, maybe, maybe just one, maybe. Whereas now that that doesn't happen. Yeah, in early recovery, I think it's a good idea to, you know, if you are going out to a Christmas party with your staff or the place you work, or if you're going to a family event and you are young in sobriety, I think it's a good, good advice to either bring somebody that's sober with you. If somebody's not sober to have somebody that knows you're sober and supports your sobriety by your side through that party. And also, I think it's amazing to bring bring your own like special beverage. You know, don't assume that every party or any party that serves alcohol will have something for you. Bring something for yourself, whether that's like grape juice or sparkling apple juice or or, you know, your favorite coffee drink or whatever. But something something that you don't drink all the time. That is a nice treat for yourself. Are you curious about who it is you are listening to? If so, you can now find us on TikTok by searching for Soberoso Podcast. You can also get a raw behind-the-scenes look of Dora and her guests by following our YouTube channel. Follow the links in the podcast description. Yeah, I think that's that's good advice. And yeah, you you touched on what I was thinking about as next is yeah, it's it's nice to have either somebody who is sober in recovery. Um, at your side because then you know you got each other's backs and for me it, it would relax the atmosphere because you know I don't feel like you know that I'm the only weirdo here that you know that I'm, I'm not so isolated but also you know I, I can't say everyone but for me you know I've got family members who love me and support me so even if they're not sober I have people who sincerely have my back and want to see me do well and don't want me to drink because they know I don't want to drink because they know that it ruins my life basically. So even if it's not like a sober person in recovery, you can have a friend or a family member who maybe is a normie who's having a few drinks, but they can always, you know, sincerely check in on you like, Hey, are you okay? How are you feeling? Is everything all right? And you know, that's fantastic. That's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah, I I agree. And and another thing that I heard, which I still find true to this day is that, you know, when you're clean and sober, especially around the holidays, when everybody's going, you know, to that those excessive lengths to to have fun and experience all that merry Christmas joy, is to have your own way there and back, you know, don't be depending on somebody that is drinking that you drove an hour to get to this place to give you a ride home when you want to leave like if you have the means to your own vehicle you can drive because you're sober get yourself there and you know make an appearance say hi wish everybody well give everybody a hug eat good and when you want to go you go you don't have to hang out till the end because for me when I was, you know, drinking and drugging, like I had to be the first to arrive and the last to leave. Like I didn't want to miss anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
You know, and again, you just mentioned something that triggered um, a memory for me or a, a good thing is I know this is a Christmas show, but this Halloween just passed two months ago, I was at a Halloween party where just that occurred. I drove myself because I like everyone there is is drinking there. I don't think there was any drugs, maybe a little pot or something, but everyone was drinking and having food. So I went, you know, we we're in costumes, we we're having fun and playing games and People are drinking. I'm thinking drink water, diet, Pepsi or something. And as the hours go by, people are getting drunk. And it, I could just see everyone, you know, you know, just slowly transforming. Into, and then yeah. all of a sudden I could tell everyone's like, I was like, wow, they are all super buzzed and about to be drunk. Yeah. So I just I was like, yep, this is the moment where it's all downhill to witness this as a sober person. Cause you know, when you're the only sober person at a drunk fest, it's not a lot of fun. So I was like, okay, thank you very much. I had a great time, gave everybody a hug and I left and I was happy to leave. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I just didn't want to be in that energy. I didn't want to be like, they're all having a great time and, you know, bless them that they had a great evening. I'm sure they laughed their asses off and got messy, but I was just like, you know what? I'm just not interested. And I, I drove home in my car and listened to music and got home and got into bed under my sheets and watched a movie. And I was like, oh, this is so much more satisfying and peaceful. And then I don't even have a hangover in the morning. Oh, and they all did. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, you, you, you just said everything I feel in those moments. Because again, in our active drinking and using, like we have to be the life of the party. We have to be in the center of the party. And now that we're sober, like, we get to take care of ourselves. We get to show up, you know, be polite, say hi to our friends that are still living their life. But self-care, self-love, and preserving your recovery means that we can just leave. Just leave. We don't have to stay till three in the morning. We don't have to watch everybody get ugly. We don't have to listen to everybody repeat themselves 10 times to us and get yeah. closer and closer with their whiskey breath to your face. <laughs> like, oh, and you know what? It is such a great feeling when you do get home and crawl into bed, like you said, and like put on Netflix and, and you're just like, oh, the comfort of my own home and waking up the next morning with no hangover going, those poor fuckers, I bet they're they're either right. still going or they're they're feeling regret about last night. And you're like, fresh as a daisy. Woo! Yeah. Like life is good, clean and, and sober. And the, the icing on the cake for that for me was like on my way out, I grabbed a piece of cheesecake. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to eat in bed my cherry cheesecake and watch something. And you guys go have fun because I'm good just like this. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're like, and I'm taking this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. But you know what? In active addiction, you know, I didn't. I didn't care about where I slept or if I had a bed or if I ate, you know, my priorities were booze, drugs, music, and people. Yeah. And now, you know, in sobriety, everything is totally, um, totally changed so that now it's more healthy, more, you know, self-loving is that, yeah, now I want a comfortable bed. I want a comfortable comforter. I want to shower when I want to shower. I want to, have yeah. good rest, you know, that that's what makes me feel good. So I'm glad you brought those things up, Lear. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to the Soboroso podcast.
and help us normalize conversations around alcoholism and addiction recovery. You can join us on Instagram and Facebook at Soberoso. You are not alone, and we do recover. Wear and share your passion for recovery with our His and Hers merch. Visit us at www.soberoso.com.